It's the Caribbean Premier League preview show on cricket, only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 153. I'm Ed Hawkins. This is the Caribbean Premier League special preview show. All the best betting angles, tips and trends for the 34-game tournament. Even Sam Collins is excited about this one. You try and stop me, Edward Hawkins. One of the best betting tournaments around, I'm told, mostly by this guy, Paul Krishnamurti from betting.betfair, who's constantly sliding into my DMs to whisper sweet Caribbean Premier League nothings. Hello, Paul. How are you? Hi, Sam. I'm very much looking forward to it. It is indeed a fantastic betting event. Excellent. And joining you, as ever, is SportingLive.com's Richard Mann. Hello, Richard. Hello, Sam. Hello, hello, hello. Right, tough ask for the guys tonight. They've got to pick a winner and tell us who makes the top four. That's at the end of the show, so keep listening. What have, what else have we got, Edward Hawkins? Yeah, we're going to break down the tournament into strategy-sizable chunks for your ears. Tournament outright, conditions, and top-run scorer data. Plus every team analysed for strength and weaknesses and possible 11s. Well, let us waste not time. Uh, this is the ultimate Caribbean Premier League betting guide. The Caribbean Premier League starts on September the 1st. So we start with an outright Betfair Sportsbook prices for you. Trinbago Knight Riders are 9-4 to favourites. St Kitts and Nevis Patriots, the holders, are 4-1. to Guyana Amazon Warriors... Four to one. These names are not made up, I reassure you. St. Lucia Kings, five to one. Barbados Royals, five for one. Five to one, rather. And Jamaica Talawas are six to one. This is the strategy section of the show. We've got how to play the tournament outright, how to bet on these particular types of wickets, and a special look at the tops markets. So over to Edward Hawkins to give us a tournament lowdown. Yeah, so six teams in a league and it's IPL style playoffs, you know, eliminators and qualifiers. So we're looking at a top four. Now, interestingly, venues are split across five of them, seven in Basseterre to start with. Then we're at Gross Islet for nine games, four in Port of Spain. Then we have three in Taruba. And then the final 11 matches are all in Providence. That includes the playoffs and the final. Now, ordinarily, when we're talking franchise cricket, we're talking about Bowling being premium, which are the best bowling sides? Those are what uh, win franchise leagues. Not so in the Caribbean Premier League. And probably Paul's going to talk about these pitches in a bit because they can tend to be a little <coughs> bit slow and tacky. So batting power is at a premium. Last two tournaments have not been won by the best bowling teams in your league stages. Your most economical bowling teams are not winning these titles. And interestingly, the, the final last season was competed between St. Lucia and Patriots, and they were sixth and fifth in terms of bowling economy in the group stage, and it's all about batting power. So instead of looking about who's the best bowling unit, we're looking for batting power, who can go really hard and fast, and that's what we think might make the difference in the Caribbean Premier League. Hard and fast, eh? Hope you noted that down, everybody. 
Paul Krishnamurti, you are our pitchers guy. What are these surfaces like and how do we bet on them? Well, as I said, they are generally slow, but it's happy. But I think as important is the differences between the grounds. They can be quite, the differences between these five grounds are quite stark, particularly regarding sixes. And just knowing that is a big angle in itself. But regarding strategy in running, generally speaking, the way is to wait for it to back overs until the latter stages. You get very low power play scores here. Um, very often you'll see a situation where a team is, say, 30 for three after the power play, but they still get to 140, 150. Um, so generally speaking, I would I would start backing overs after the um, first strategic timeout, assuming that they um, have plenty of wiggies in hand. Now, on those grounds, so some good little clues about each of them. First of all, Warner Park. This is sometimes a road, and if it is, then 250s in play. That's been here before. Um, again, I'd wait for the power play to get a clue of that. But one sort of good market you can play is total sixes, where on the exchange you've got 10 or under, uh, 11 to 14, and then 15 or higher. The 15 or higher one has won 16 out of 29 matches last year at Water Park. So that might be an angle there. Um, Gross Islet, again, that is a great uh, ground for backing sixes. 15 or higher has won 10 times out of 14. Uh, 200 very much in play there. So three times in um, 14 matches. Lara, Lara Cricket Academy in Taruba, on the other hand, that is very much the unders ground. Six out of 23 matches, first innings, 110 or lower. That, mark, that line is always at least 10 to 1, maybe 20 to 1. So I think going under at the start at the Lara Critical Academy anyway is a really good way to start your in-play book. Um, Queen's Oval, Port of Spain, um, fairly low, one in three score, first in scores of one, a sub-140. But note there, the sixes are still, you still get quite a lot of sixes there, 15 or higher bands, one seven out of 12. Finally, Providence, who aren't particularly strong trends because the last year they used it was 2019. Um, 10 or fewer sixes in three out of seven matches. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, moving on, Richard Mann has been busy beavering away, finding the angle on top run scorers in the CPL. What can you tell us, Richard? Well, uh, it's really interesting, actually. So I think in T20 cricket, and we've seen it a lot in the 100, the market's just dominated by the opening batsman. You're generally looking at 5-2 to two to, what, 7-2 to two for numbers 1 and 2. But actually, last year in the CPR, we had 33 matches, so 66 innings. Openers won 21 times from 66 innings. So, OK, that's nearly a third of the time. But when you're looking at the prices, suddenly it's not so attractive Number three won 11 times out of 66. Number four, eight times. But numbers five and six were 12 times each. So that's 24 innings out of 66. Five and six were winners. And, and if you think you're probably going to, well, you're at least going to be getting five to one plus. And I think for number 10, you'd be looking at nearer eights, tens, sometimes 12s. Um, so I think at the moment, and look, we're, we're very early into the competition, but broadly speaking, I think the middle order looks like the value. Okay, you're going to probably get a run for your money more often back in the openers, but in terms of pure value, I think you want to be with five and six. And even looking down, number seven won four times and number nine won once. I think that was Chris Green, actually. Um, 
So, so that's the way I, I'll be looking early on. Now, Paul, obviously knowing the grounds like the back of his hands, and and I think in the next few weeks I'll probably look at individual grounds and I'll keep tracking it to see if, to see if the middle order are more favoured on certain grounds. But at the moment, at this stage, I think middle order is the way to go, and I think that'll be my early strategy. Okay, lovely stuff. Right, you're briefed and ready to bet. All six teams analysed are coming next. But do remember to check out betting.betfair for every game preview with free bets offers. Terms and conditions apply, of course, over 18s only. And please do visit begambleaware.org. Right, on with the show. Right, in reverse order then for these team guys. Start at the bottom, work our way up in price order. So we begin with the Jamaica Talawas as the 6-1 to one ragged. Edward Hawkins, how do they look to you? Finished fifth last season, batting run rate ranking first, bowling run, run rate ranking third. So they could be uh, an improved team. Their possible 11 is King, Jangu, Lewis, Brooks, Powell, Imad, Alan, Green, Reefer, Pretorius, Amir and Lamachane. Plenty of work for Talawas to do on improving that finish. But they've got a new coach in Shiv Chanderpaul. They've also lost Andre Russell, which is probably a good thing, I think, because he was never particularly happy at the Talawas. So uh, they could be the surprise package. If there is going to be one, this might be it. OK, lovely stuff. Let's go to Richard Mann. Is the batting strong enough here, Richard, considering the importance of power in this tournament? Yeah, they're probably a, a class a class act shot and probably big boy power, I think, as Simon Dole would, would, would term it. But I think the one thing they do have is they bat all the way down. I mean, um, you know, I've just mentioned him, Chris Green, Reefer, Petarius, um, Alain, Nimad Vazim, another hit. So I'm not quite sure what order they'll come in. Um, but they do back quite deep, so I think that might help them out. I'm not massively down on these. I know the rags, um, but, but I think they've got makings of a good side, clever bowling attack as well. Um, they're probably, in, order, in terms of winning it, they're probably a, a class act in that middle order shot. Okay, lovely stuff. Thank you very much. Paul Krishnamurti, what's your verdict? Yeah, not for me, really. Uh, I agree. I, 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 I think they're a bit short. Um, in depth, particularly batting. There's a lot of pressure there on Shamar Brooks and Rothman Powell. I do like Fabian Allen a lot. And, you know, I think this is exactly his level. So perhaps he could be a player at a back in matches, but I don't really see them as title material. Okay, lovely stuff. Anything in play or any bets to watch as the tournament progresses? Uh, players you like or loathe? Richard Mann, you first. Just- just building on my, my first point about middle orders, I think this is the ideal side to do that, actually. And I'd probably be chucking a few quid at two or three here. It's going to be hard to get the batting order right, but I think once you can get a sense of that, Imad Razim, Paul's mentioned Fabian Allen, Green, Rodman Powell, depending on what price you can get. I think the middle order will be the way to go with this team. Um, I think you might, you might get a big winner at some point in the season. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti. Yeah, I agree with that. I was going to say Imad Wazim top bat. Someone from that middle order and you'll probably get, I don't know, sevens on him in most matches. Lovely stuff. Thank you very much. Moving on. Next up, the Barbados Royals. Winners in 2019, of course, are 5-1 to one with Betfair Sportsbook. A lowdown and possible 11 from our friend Edward Hawkins. Last season, they were six, batting run rate fourth, bowling run rate ranking fourth. They've lost Glenn Phillips and... 
uh, Andre uh, Johnson Charles rather. Uh, they're two top run scorers last season. They've also lost Mohamed Amir, so uh, not great work. Possible lineup: Mayers, De Kock, Cornwall. He's a new signing. Miller, dreadful in the hundred. Azam, Thomas, Holder, Walsh. Uh, Thomas, that's Oshane Thomas and Devon Thomas, respectively, and Mujib completing the lineup. Okay, lovely stuff. Uh, David Miller has a quite a good hundred guys. Is he part of the flaky order? Is he part of a flaky middle order, Richard? Now, yeah, looks looks weak. I've got these down as as probably going to finish bottom. Uh, I think he, that that middle area of the side both with bat and ball looks really weak to me. I think the top order is good. Decock and Mayers form a good opening partnership. McGee, a brilliant pickup, depending how how his availability is, but the middle of the side looks really thin. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, do these guys tempt you at all? Not compared to the others at all. Um, pretty much agree with everything Rich said. Um, I, the, the interesting thing is their best their best batting is up top, which is probably not that much of an advantage in this. I'm more interested in sides that have got really good finishers, and um, I think that bowling be expensive okay lovely stuff um again the same question as previous best betting angles with this team richard man first they're probably going to start second favorites for every game the the one area that they could win actually is the first six overs race because i think the cocker mayors up top is a really good opening partnership and i think if mcgleeb sorry takes a new ball with jason holder two really economical bowlers there they i think they could win the power play for all the Probably going to end up losing okay. a lot of matches. Uh, and Paul Krishnamurti? Jason Holder, in general, I think, given these pitches, every chance he's going to top score somewhere, he's generally be a good price for that. He's generally a good price for top wicket taker because he bowls at the death and maybe man of the match. Great. Moving at speed, just how I like it. Next up, St Lucia Kings, who were the beaten funders last year, runners up the year before too. They are 5-1. to one. Edward Hawkins, are they... Always the bridesmaid. Betting run rate uh, run rate ranked uh, is two. Bowling run rate rank is fifth. Uh, not worried about the bowling. Uh, Duplessis, Dayal, Chase, Charles, David, Vitsa, Royal, Kugelion, Joseph, Williams and McSween. I suggest they've got a tremendous finishing power there. And Mark Dayal, look out for him on uh, Sportsbook top first in his run score. I think there's going to be a, a mistake with him. I'm not sure they'll think he will open. Okay. Um, they are all about finishing power, Paul Krishnamurti, in uh, David and Wiesa. Are you backing them? No, not, not for me. Um, I don't really think that bowling's good enough, to be honest. That doesn't look strong enough at all. That, I think that is their real strength, David Wiesa and Tim David. Uh, but I'd be worried about Fafti Pasis because I don't think it's that reliable. I think a lot will... Their chart, I don't think, I think the bowling's good enough and to... In order to be good enough with a bat, I think Rostin Chase has got to repeat we did last year. Okay, thank you. Uh, Richard Mann, are they shy on international quality bowlers? They are, and, and they're shy on, on wrist spin, and we saw that work well last year with, with Farad Ahmed. Um, and I don't think they have much of a new ball threat either, so, so bowling-wise, they haven't got a great deal going for them. The other concern, actually, I have as well is Faf was brilliant last year and Rostin Chase was was phenomenal. But they're both getting on a little bit. Faf's had a quiet time of it and 100 wasn't at his best in the IPL. Rostin Chase, we thought, was disappointing in the T20 World Cup. He was a shock call-up on the back of his performances in this tournament. Can those two guys back that up again? I'm not so sure. And if they don't, I think they'll struggle, St. Lucia. OK, lovely stuff. Um, 
as previously. Best angles, Paul Krishnamurti, you first. Um, same as the last game, a middle order all-rounder, David Visa, top bowler, could be value in both top bowler and top back. Lovely. Uh, Richard Mann? That, exactly the same, uh, particularly if you can get some tasty prices in play, because from what Paul was saying about catching up here on these grounds, I, you know, I, I think Visa could catch up any time. He could score that quickly, so that would be my angle in. Okay, excellent. Thank you very much. Richard Mann and Paul Krishnamurti will both be picking their outright winners and predicted top four at the end of the show. Don't miss it. Now, let's analyse Trinbago, St Kitts and Guyana. Back at it, uh, as ever, with Trinbago, the Patriots and Guyana to decipher. Uh, Guyana for the, forever. The bridesmaids as well are next. They're five to one with Betfair Sports, but Ed Hawkins has tipped them, which is a death knell if ever there was one. Check out betting.betfair for that. And a lowdown, please, Ed, would justify yourself. Uh, batting run rate rank is fifth. Bowling run rate rank is second. We're expecting better things with the bat because uh, they've had a shake-up. Hemraj, Sterling, Blackwood is your top three. Then we've got power here all the way down. Hetmeyer, Klaassen, Smith, Romario, Shepard, Paul, Moti, Tahir and Beaton. Also, the big thing in Guyana's favour is they play the last 11 games of this tournament at their home ground. I'm sure Guyana are going to make the playoffs, so they'll have the playoffs and the final at their home venue, which, at their home venue, which surely is a massive advantage. So, Paul Krishnamurti, a home tournament for Guyana. Will that make the difference? Yeah, I hope and think it will. I've backed them before and I'm going in with Ed again this time. I think they are the value at the, at the current odds. Um, you would think, given the bowlers that they have, Imran Tahir, uh, Tabray Shamsi, I noticed Shaki Al-Sans on the books as well, Gukesh Moti, they're going to set... A, uh, the pitches will be set up to spin. That's got to help them at the end when it matters. Um, I really like this lineup as well. I think it's nicely balanced between, you know, sort of um, ultra aggression like Paul Sterling and Hetmeyer, but Blackwood's a good solid anchor in there. Um, Odin Smith was superb last season, as was Romario Shepherd. So, in fact, last year, Romario Shepherd, Odin Smith, and Kimo Paul had the top three strike rates in the competition. And they had to spin us to that. I think that's a winning team. Okay, lovely stuff. Richard Mann, I'd love to get your take on this lot as well. We've got ground to make up with the bat, it, it seems. Uh, I'm, I'm not too sure. I think there's there's plenty of power there with the bat. And, and, and Odin Smith, I know, criticised him in the IPL, but you couldn't fault him in, in this tournament last year. Depth with the bat, which is key. And the other thing I really like is, is the key positions. They have plenty of options. You know, we've we've gone for him around to here in our 11 here, but they've got to be Shamsi could play Paul Sterling up top, but they could bring in Shea Hope. That wouldn't be the way to go, but they do have options. We've gone for class and they could pick Colin Ingram, been more than adequate replacement. So I think they've got options in all the right places. I like them a lot. I'm a big fan of Gungadesh Moti as well. Uh, he's a player to watch. Spin, pace, good batting. If Sterling fires up top like he did in the PSL last year, I think we'll go a long way. Okay, lovely stuff. As before, best bet angles, please. Paul Krishnamurti, you up first. Wait until, um, or at least before they play, we move to Providence at the end. 
that's the time to back them outright because I don't necessarily think they would do that well earlier in the competition, but I think they've got great spinners and when they've got that home advantage, it will really make a difference. Okay, and Richard Mann? I'm just going to give you a name to follow, really, if I can. Gunga Deshmoti, Paul mentioned him there as well. Um, player I've had on my eye on for a while, made a really good start to his international career with West Indies. Two for 54 against India recently. Brilliant against Bangladesh before that. He can bat two as well. He's got a first-class 100 pretty recently as well. In the man-of-the-match markets, when you favour Guyana to win the game, he might go under the radar in among so many big names. I think he's a, he's a really talented cricketer. I think he'll have a good tournament. Okay, lovely stuff. Moving on. Um, it's to the Patriots, the holders. Uh, they're 4-1 to one with Betfair Sportsbook, and they may line up like this, Hawkins. Yeah, Lewis Fletcher, that's Evan Lewis, he's back in uh, in vogue again, back on our screens, should have been playing for West Indies, shouldn't he? Uh, Duval Brevis at number three, Darren Bravo, Shafane Rutherford, Pretorius, Dwayne Bravo, Wanindo Hasaranga, Drakes, Jagasar and Cottrell, uh, batting run rate rank third, bowling run rate rank sixth last season. That run rate rank with the ball didn't matter a jot, did it, as they... Won the title with big boy power. Okay, they could be pricey again with the ball, perhaps. Paul Krishnamurti, guessing by judging by their run rate rank. Yeah, that that is definitely their weakness, and that would be my worry. But I do still very much like this side. I mean, you've got real proper batting power there from Evan Lewis, who's superb at this level, to the finishers. I mean, I'm saying for how important of having those finishers. Shafane Rutherford's perfect for that. Um, the, even Hasaranga gives them gives them a bit of depth there. Josh De Silva's in this squad. Uh, Pretorius is a good finisher. D- um, Dominic Drake's had a tremendous strike rate last season, so I could I can see them. I think they'll be involved in high scoring games. Runs galore. You know, this could be the they could be the team to be backing to get two hundred plus in games or to concede two hundred plus. Okay, lovely stuff. Richard Mann, uh, only once has a team defended a title. Can they do it? I, I think they can. I, they did me a big favour last year, and I think I'll be backing them again. I, I still think they're the, the team to beat. I, I think it's just a terrific lineup, big by power. I think Brevis is a brilliant pickup. I mean, Mumbai Indians had him at the IPL last year and he got first go ahead of Tristan Stubbs and we've, we've all seen how well he's done in England this summer for South Africa and then in the 100. Brevis is cut from the same cloth. He's a terrific young talent and at some point he's going to explode and then power all the way down. And I'm not as down on the bowling, actually. I think Pretorius is a good signing, clever bowler at the death. Drake's bravo. There's enough experience there. Um, I've been more worried about the spin, actually. I think Asaranga's got a big role to play, but I really like them. I, I think they've got an awful lot going for them. Right. Um, surely you're all backing Brevis for top bat and your strategy snapshot, guys. Richard Mann, you're first. I like him. I like him a lot. Everything's price dependent. I think he's in, it'd be an interesting one in the man of the match markets. He's a sort of player, you know, he will fail. But then every now and then, I think he'll, he'll win them a game. So definitely have him on, on side. The other one would be a the other way, actually, I'm a bit down on Darren Bravo. Struck at one, two, three last year. I think he's a bit too slow for T20 cricket. I'd, I'd be against him. I'd probably be selling his ones for all who play the anchor. Well, I think he's on the way down. Hopefully, he won't play too much. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti. 
I would rather look further down the batting order for the reasons discussed earlier. And I would go, I would Dutch, Shafane, uh, Rutherford and Hasaranga for top bat. Okay, lovely stuff. Thank you very much. Right, we move on to our final team, the favourites. Trimbago Knight Riders have won four of the nine Caribbean Premier League tournaments after all. And they are nine to four with Betfair Sportsbook. Edward Hawkins. Yeah, expected to line up something like this. Webster opening the batting possibly with Noreen or Tim Seifert. We expect both those guys to be in the uh, best lineup. See if it's going to keep wicket, of course. Munro, Peran, Russell, Pollard, Akil Hussain, Ali Khan, Seals, and Theek Shana. Batting run rate rank fourth. Bowling run rate rank first. Not good enough for them last season. Can they recover? Yes or no, Richard Mann, and why? They're not for me. I I think, well, they're very short for a start. If you've got to respect the players have got in this side, and Pollard was disappointing in the IPL, but he's got a terrific record in this competition. Russell and, and Puran, it looks a frightening middle order, but they're priced up accordingly. And at some point, you think Russell and Pollard, he's going to definitely catch up with them, and I I just think all things considered, and I don't like Narayan opening either. I, I, I just want to be against them at the prices. Same to you, Paul Krishnamurti. No, but that's only really because of the odds and because I like Guyana. Um, it's notable that they've changed the format this year. Last year, we had two semi-finals and a final. This time, we're back to the eliminator and qualifier final situation. So that's a big advantage for the top two. I would have thought they would be very, very hard to keep out of the top two. Um, that's pretty much the perfectly balanced um, T20 side, really. But the only thing that strikes me is we said that last year. There's not really a hole you could pick in that. Um, I mean, most notably, statistically, Narayan and Hussain has an economy of 4.37 and 4.92 last year. Now, that's, that's going to make them very hard to beat, especially with that batting. But... We've gone for Guyana, so we'll just respect Trinidad. Okay, moving on to the the strategy. The Narayan opening experiment seems a bit hackneyed these days. Uh, no Brendan McCullum as coach, just putting that out there. Um, what are the best ways to bet on these guys, uh, Richard Mann? One who will go under the radar, I think Sano, he's a terrific bowler, and I think with Narayan dominating, he, he could be the value. And just big finishes from from that powerful middle order, that big one for Paul. Okay, and um, Paul Krishnamurti. Same angle, look for value against the Ryan in that top wicket taker market because there's plenty of runners. Jaden Seals is another one. Okay, lovely stuff. That wraps it up. CPL team guide is done. We've strategized the tournament for you too. But who's going to win it and who is going to finish in the top four? Find out next. Right, in the absence of best bets this week, we are going to put Paul Krishnamurti and Richard Mann on the spot. We're going to ask them for a winner and a top four, and let's hope they get it right. Richard Mann, you are up first. So the winners, again, will be St. Kitts and Nevis Patriots. There will be Guyana Amazon Warriors. Jumbago Knight Riders will finish third, and Jamaica Talawas will be fourth. Okay, and Paul Krishnamurti, do your worst. Winners will be Guyan, Amazon Warriors, runners-up, Trimbago, Knight Riders, third, St. Kitts and Nevis Patriots, and fourth, Jamaica Talawas. 
Caribbean Premier League preview is done. Don't forget to check out betting.bet for every single match is going to be previewed there. We'll see you next time. <laughs>